settle into a posture that is conducive to meditation. Be clear about the kind of meditation you are going to do and the immediate and ultimate purpose of the meditation. As you are clarifying your motivations and purpose, check the legs, make sure they are comfortable, make sure they are in such a posture that you don't need to consciously hold them in place. Check the hands, make sure the elbows are not too far nor too close to the body. Shoulders are even, relaxed. Your back naturally straight, comfortable, stable. Head and neck centered, so you won't need to consciously hold your head and neck in place. Mouth, teeth, tongue, resting in their natural places. Eyes conducive for you, so they can be opened if that what's conducive for you, or opened or half opened. And already begin to feel a sense of ease in the body itself. And let your awareness of this sense of ease be your gauge and also the vessel taking you to deeper levels of meditation. Bring your attention to the breath. You're not concerned about controlling the breath. You're not concerned about forcing the mind to focus on the breath. And you're not concerned about whether or not there are distractions while you are paying attention to the breath. Your only concern is while you're breathing out, do you know you're breathing out? While you're breathing in, do you know you're breathing in? Whatever else may be present or absent, don't be concerned with those. And as you bring your attention to the breath, you feel the sense of ease getting more and more profound, deeper and deeper. Staying aware of the breath in this way, breathing out, know you're breathing out, breathing in, know you're breathing in. Breathing out, check the legs, Breathing in, check the legs. Breathing out, check the other parts. Breathing in, check the other parts. Making sure that they are comfortable. And as you adjust them, adjusting them, be aware that 
of the out-breath as you make adjustments. Be aware of the in-breath as you make adjustments. The sense of ease is getting deeper. After you've made the necessary adjustments, you feel a sense of confidence in the posture. Then let go of efforts to try to make the body comfortable, stable. Bring your attention again to just the breath. Breathing in, know you're breathing in. Breathing out, know you are breathing out and keep your attention on the continuity of awareness going from out-breath back to out-breath and maintain this continuity unbroken following 21 cycles of breath
mindful of where the sense of ease is right now. Maybe it's deeper than before. And that sense of ease is reflected in the rhythm of the breath and also in the very quality of awareness. And be determined to continue to experience this ever-deepening sense of ease. to the space in front of you, about a prostration or an arm's length distance at the level of your eyebrows. While your attention is fixed at that place, Start contemplating the goal you seek. Why are you going to meditate? What, what are you seeking? What is the immediate goal? How is it connected to your ultimate goal? And how would you get there? Who or what? will bring you there, will guarantee that you get there. As you ask these questions, make your motivation clearer, Start to feel the presence in front of you of the very embodiment of what you are aspiring to achieve, appearing in a form made entirely of light. This is your perfect guide, your guarantee to achieve your goal. When you contemplate these, find that sense, that measure of conviction that you are indeed in such a presence and hold on to it, no matter what this measure may be. And holding on to that measure, show your reverence in your mind prostrate. Take refuge 
feeling that sense of confidence, that measure of confidence that indeed you are in the very presence of what is for you the means to achieve your goal you feel a great sense of gratitude out of that sense of gratitude make offerings Clear your conscience, admit your faults, admit the actions committed under their influence. Having an intelligent sense of regret, knowing that these actions under the influence, committed under the influence of such weaknesses are the very cause of all obstacles that you are experiencing and will experience and turn again to the three jewels for protection taking refuge make a promise to restrain in the future then think of something to do to make up Think of the goal that you are aspiring to achieve and rejoice for having that aspiration. Think of the efforts that you've made already and rejoice for having made such efforts. Think of those who have made the same aspiration and effort and rejoice for them. Think of those who have made progress and rejoice let your mind take great joy in all merits especially for those who have achieved what you are aspiring to achieve
mindfulness quickly recalls the sense of ease, gauging it. And letting the mind rest, continue to rest in that sense of ease. And from within that sense of ease, now look at all beings, observe their conditions. And that compassion and love come into your mind and embrace all beings with these compassion and love. strongly wishing to free them that they may be free from their problems that they may find happiness you turn to your teacher and because you are holding all beings with such compassion and love when you see the teacher you feel connected to all enlightened beings on behalf of all beings you ask these enlightened beings to please teach teach sentient beings how to truly end their pain teach them how to find true happiness and remain in their lives for as long as it takes about the meditation that you're going to do. Think about the preliminaries we've done so far and dedicate their power, positive potential to help you with the meditation that you're about to do. Again, look at the teacher in front of you, that bright form. And again, review that the fact that you are in the presence of the very means for you to achieve your goal. Then wishing to be closer, you ask the teacher to come to the crown of your head.
feeling the presence of the teacher now in that bright form above your head. You make strong wishes to be free of obstacles to your meditation, to your realizations. Make strong wishes to realize what you seek to realize. As you feel yourself, your whole being being bathed by the light coming from the teacher. Washing away your obstacles, filling you with the realizations you seek. to the teacher again above your head recalling again the very embodiment the very goal you seek is right above your head closer than before and you aspire to embody those qualities yourself You wish to become inseparable. Your aspiration meet the aspiration of the teacher, and this realization causes the form of the teacher to dissolve into a point of light. And this point of light descends through the crown of your head, finding your mind at your heart center and merging with your mind there. back to the breath staying aware of the breath slowly become aware of the body once more
And then there's going to be a break next Sunday <laughs> because uh, Rinpoche will be giving a, a, a three-day retreat, guiding a three-day retreat here for those who are qualified. And then the following Sunday, I'll be here. Okay. <laughs> All right. So it's been such a long time. Uh, does anyone remember what we are meditating on? <laughs> <laughs> We started with uh, Lam Rim, uh-huh. and then we started with uh, uh, how to correctly deal with a spiritual teacher, and then we deal with uh, death and impermanence and karma, uh-huh. and then um, at some point we made a jump to uh, doing the. <coughs> combination of the seven the seven step cause and effect and the exchanging self and others methods to mm-hmm. get to bodhicitta mm-hmm. which became like a 12 step mm-hmm. and so we went through all 12 steps um, and we were reaching the end where we're actually we were now imagining ourselves having bodhicitta mm-hmm. yeah very good yeah so that's where we are. <laughs> Everybody else agree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, the best way to sort of uh, what's that? Jump, jump, kick. No, jump. Start. Jump, st- jump, start. Uh, meditation on, on bodhicitta is is with uh, the emotion of uh, empathy. Okay. It's easier for you to get to some of the, uh, I said, some of the coloring or some of the feelings that you will get with bodhicitta, or if you start that way. So you begin uh, by contemplating something, some some problem that you're experiencing or some problem that you experience, and really get into the the feel of it, or how it felt like, how you didn't want it, how you wanted it to be removed. And when it's once it's very once once it's very uh, palpable, very uh, very uh, very clear in your mind, then you start projecting that same experience onto others. So that is after you you gain the the uh, until you have the the experience, if you want to call that, the experience of where you see yourself not wanting this for yourself. And once you get to that point then that's when you make the projection onto others. Okay. Now you can start any of, of any of the steps, the, the seven step cause and effect, or the, the steps concerning exchanging self with others, you can, you can begin by first doing that. And then you go into 
contemplating all of the other steps, the, how all beings, uh, your mother and, and, and all the other steps. And that way, holding on to the, when you start with holding on to your own condition that you wish to be free from, and you have this, uh, this, um, appreciation of, of, of this condition that you want to escape from then when you start to think about others who are, who are in similar situations either you can think about either the same situation that may bring about this kind of pain to them or you can just think <coughs> about the other beings who are in painful situations and how they want to come out of that and that will, will make it easier for you to have uh, to, to connect with them to have the empathy will make it easier for you to think about them in, in, the, in, those, in those soft ways, like to think about them as uh, mother, maybe mother, uh, uh, how you might want to, want to also relieve them, help them relieve, uh, get relief from, 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 their, from their condition. Okay. So, if you were to start that way, you think about a problem that you're having, and you and you you see how so it's almost as if you, you're using renunciation as a starting point to 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 uh, to develop uh, a bodhicitta. So you 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 think about a situation that you you are either experiencing that is present in your life, or in a situation that was very painful, and then you you keep that in the back of the mind. Some uh, like your, the fuel for the rest of the meditation. Okay, like you want to you want to never experience that again, or you don't want to continue to experience that anymore. Okay, then using that as the fuel, and you're looking at bodhicitta as the means uh, to uh, to bring about a solution. Okay, then you start all the all the steps. Then you equi- uh, remove all 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 the manifest uh, sense of biasness by thinking about uh, all beings are equal then afterwards then you think about uh, uh, what is the you want to think of beings in such a way that you regard them in the highest way that you can uh, that that two beings can regard each other relationship that two beings have the highest relationship where two beings regard each other in a very dear way okay and and in the in the text what is recommended is to uh, try to see other beings as your mother because that's considered to be the highest way you, uh, two beings can interact okay now if you've had uh, problems if you have if you had psychological problems or whatever uh, social problems with the relationship that you've had in this life with your mother and it might be might be so it might be difficult for you to use a mother as an example of the highest relationship then you can think of high, any relationship it could be a relationship that you have with a friend. It could be a relationship that you have maybe with your brother or sister, or it could be, you know, uh, with your child. So whatever you f- probably feel as the highest re- way that you are feel re- two beings can relate that you experience, then you want to re- you want to think about all other, all other beings, and you want to be able to re- uh, to have that sense of regard with that same sense of regard with for all other beings. Okay. Then, then after you've done that, then all the other steps will sort of fall fall into place. 
because when now when you think about then you then you think about that person or or uh, th- that person which w- w- which uh, uh, that other person who had the same experience that you had that same suffering that you want to help instead of being a, instead of being instead of being a person some you conceptualize it into all beings okay and you want to have that sense of all beings in the same way that you would have the sense of that other person okay so you think about your problem and you think about now all other beings having that problem and then you want to develop the same sense of wanting to be free from it that you have you want that same wish for all beings okay then you you, you proceed on to the the uh, other steps okay and once you get to the point where you're doing your you're incorporating the exchanging of self and other then because you, you uh, the, 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 the problem that you are considering wasn't just some hypothetical problem but a, but a problem that you have a, 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 an appreciation for what it is then it becomes uh, you could say that the exercise of, of exchanging self and other becomes a more realistic exercise you have a genuine wish to, to free the other person from this pain because you know what the pain is like and you and you know how in your own mind how you wish to be free from that pain you know that person or all other beings are also wishing to be free from that pain okay and because of the regard that you have for uh, all beings that you develop in the beginning where you see them in this highest way that you can regard someone and now you see them as being uh, equal to you then you want to when you're doing the uh, taking on that their pain it, it's it's easier for you to take on that pain and when you're seeing when you're doing the 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 visualization it's not so much that you don't you shouldn't feel that you are doing a visual visualization exercise you feel that you're actually doing something that you that you are actually doing what it w- would uh, you are implementing the actual steps that will actually take on uh, take away the person's suffering. This must be a conviction in your mind while you're doing the the uh, the tonglen part, the part of uh, taking and giving. If it's if you do this part with only with uh, <coughs> with any measure of thinking that by doing this trick I will get to that to, to that, then it, it will it will not have the same it will not have the result. Where you where you develop a bodhicitta toward an, at the end, you must feel <coughs> as you're doing it that is that is actually you're doing you're you are actually implementing uh, a method that is act will actually bring about the result of removing the suffering of of, of someone else. Okay. So in the exchanging of self and other exchanging of self and other, then there is a point where. Uh, the ex- uh, the exchanging of self and other is is a method for developing and strengthening love and compassion. And as at a certain point, the love and compassion becomes so uh, so so strong that when you 
and then and uh, at, at a certain point you, you are examining the effectiveness of the, the tonglen is it actually working not while you're doing the tonglen while you're doing the tonglen you have the conviction that it's actually working but when you come out then you're examining it's, it's like you know you go into meditation okay I see somebody suffering you go to meditation you do tonglen with the conviction that it's going to help okay and by doing the tonglen with the conviction of it's going to help Will, will strengthen the compassion and love. Okay. And then now that the compassion and love has been, been brought to a, a, a strong uh, uh, measure, then when you look at the person, you see that the person is still suffering, then this will prompt, this will, uh, will, will uh, well, they, are, they may have two, two effects. One effect, you might start to feel discouraged. If you're feeling discouraged, and if the, if the discouragement is taking you out of, in a sense of, there's no way I can help uh, other beings get out of their suffering. If that's where it's leading towards, then the compassion wasn't really that. All the other steps weren't that strong. Okay. But if, you f- if, if the sense of discouragement is in, a, in that, by doing this tone len, I'm not helping that person uh, in, in a way that is satisfying. Okay. You're not seeing the uh, the result uh, of that, and this this uh, this observation because of the strength of the compassion. You still want the person. You still you still know that the suffering is real, and you still know that it is uh, it is it is a possible reality for this person to be free of that suffering. This conviction is still there, and you still have compassion. That you wish, truly wish for this for this uh, suffering to to go away. So because of the of that of, the, of that strength strength of the, of those things, then it prompts you now to get to uh, closer to to to, uh, to achieving bodhi, actual bodhicitta, where 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 what you will actually be doing is that you're transforming what you might call uh, what what is that. The the what what pushes you in uh, in, in the morning or, or throughout the day. You know, when you wake up in the morning, you get up. There's something that makes you get up and and go and go and go act. Okay, motivation. motivation. Uh, but not so much motivation, like uh, in a sense where you're actively act, you're actively you know uh, rehearsing it. But the motivations that sort of like in the background. So like uh, 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 always there. So you want to you want uh, you want to reach a point where your the wish to to do something on, uh, to do uh, to do something actual to help others b- uh, become free of suffering. It becomes something that motivates your actions throughout the day. And, and just like when you wake up and you think about okay I need uh, I mean you, you don't you don't consciously necess- you don't necessarily think consciously I need to pay the rent I need to get some money to buy food I need to this and that but that in the background is motivating you to act for that day right? that's why you go to work that's why you perform the way you perform at work and, and, and so on and so forth so this natural uh, uh, I don't know if you want to call it motivation but let's call it motivation this natural motivation that makes you act throughout the day, you, you, it, that now gets switched to become the action that you do are a means to help to make you become 
actually capable of removing the suffering of others. Okay. So, so when you're doing the tonglen, at, at a certain point, you feel like, oh, this visualization is not is not uh, getting me to where I really want, where, where I really am capable of removing the suffering of others. And you start to contemplate, what can I, what, what can I do to really bring this about? And that's when you start to, co- uh, when you, when you, when you can say that the, the what would have become the dis- the discouragement that doing the tonglen and so and so is not actually removing the suffering, or maybe tonglen works sometimes and maybe the, sometimes it doesn't work, right? Like because of the some comic connection you have with someone and you do tonglen on them and because you do it with such true compassion such true love it seems like there's a, a, an effect where the suffering is re- uh, person is alleviated some, somehow of their, of, their, of their suffering okay that might give you a sense of of a sense of confidence to continue but there are others because you don't have such a strong coming connection with them and yet when you do tonglen for them it doesn't work the same way or you don't see any any sign that there's any, anything happening. So instead of this becoming a discouragement to, for uh, uh, stopping altogether, but actually becomes a, a, a fuel for you to work harder. And then you, that's when you start to try and that's when you start to uh, really take on the responsibility. The responsibility of I will achieve a state where I can bring actual uh, relief to others, and when it, when, it, when this when this sense of of uh, res- uh, responsibility becomes actual, what it becomes when uh, it's not just words in your in your head anymore; it's actually motivating you to act. Then that's when you have uh, uh, the the step right before bodhicitta. Okay, and. This step will make you now evaluate this. Uh, what state can I achieve? To a, what state can I achieve that will allow me? That will give me the the, the ability to to achieve this goal of relieving uh, the us uh, the suffering of others. And that's when you start to really uh, have a true evaluation of either is it possible or not, and also. Is, is there such a is there such a state? Can can someone actually reach a state where you can actually do this? And and do you have within you the the, uh, the capacity to actually achieve that state? Okay. Once you reach a point where you have you have you have a, a, a unshakable conviction, you know that it is possible that there is such a state. Then the wish to uh, to achieve it will become will become like uh, will, will soon follow. Okay, so it's not just making the wish. I want to achieve Buddhahood for the sake of all sentient beings. It's not just saying that over and over again that will make the wish become uh, a natural uh, phenomena in, in in your in your in your mind in your continuum. It is examining: is it is Buddhahood possible? Is it, a, is it a reality that can be achieved? And uh, uh, once you uh, once you gain the conviction 
about its reality, about its possibility of achieving it, then the wish to achieve it would just naturally follow. And once you have that wish out of that conviction, uh, in the let me mention that in the one of the longer definitions of what is bodhicitta, it, it, they put you know, all it's like it's like almost all the steps to achieve bodhicitta is is, is placed there. Looking at sentient beings, developing great, having great compassion for them, great love for them, looking at Buddhahood, and seeing that, and seeing the, appreciating the qualities of Buddhahood, and you aspire to Buddhahood in order to, to remove the suffering of sentient beings. So all, so you can see how all the steps of developing bodhicitta is inco- is incorporated in that definition. So the. The last point is looking at Buddhahood and appreciating it, getting conviction that it is possible. And when you're doing that, it's not so much looking at a book and seeing what the book tells you it is, and and then you try to force your mind to uh, to ad- adopt that defini- to adopt that uh, description of Buddhahood. It's to go again back into your own suffering, knowing how seeing its reality, and then looking into into uh, how what would the state of not being uh, experiencing this will be like and aspiring to that and uh, what kind of being what in order for uh, what kind of being would I need to be to help someone in in that situation so is it someone who's never had that experience who has no uh, who cannot appreciate what suffering is like can can someone who's who, who who have no appreciation in the continuum of what suffering is like can help you come out of suffering? Can someone who has not completely removed the suffering that that, that suffering that uh, suffering help you or help anyone else out of that suffering? So you start to uh, contemplate th- those things, and then in your own mind, in your own way, you will you will come up with. Your own sort of definition, your some uh, of what a Buddha is supposed to be. Okay, then you can co- maybe you can compare it with, uh, with what the textbooks say, so so you can have some uh, somewhat of a vocabulary that is common with others, but also to have a, a, a perhaps a way of verbalizing some of the things which you are feeling but you don't have words for them yet. Okay, and the reason for this is for for you to have. Uh, a real appreciation, a real uh, to gain a real conviction about Bu- about Buddhahood. If you really came to a conviction about Buddhas, and you and 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 on top of that, you have a true conviction that it's possible to achieve them, then you won't have to fight with yourself too much about trying to achieve it. Okay. It's like saying, uh, "What would you like?" What would you uh, out of everything that you know think think uh, worldly? Okay, what would you like to have? What what's some what name something that you really really would like to have? And then you look at all the different uh, different things that you have to do to get it. If you see if you see that all those things are are very impossible for you to do, then then you then you will see that goal as being impossible to 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 get to. Then you will not make any effort. But if you see that it's possible, you're convinced that you have the, it, uh, all the steps that are required to achieve this. First of all, 
the thing that you want it's something that you are convinced uh, that it's, it exists that, you can, that it's something that can be achieved and then you are convinced about the steps and that you have the possibility you have, you, have, you have the means of implementing the steps then it's natural for you to take on the steps and the only thing that, that might be the only thing that might prevent you from getting something that you're aspiring to is that you someone within you you're not convinced that you, you, you don't see yourself in that, in, in, in that place somewhere within you you are not convinced that you can be that you can achieve that that's the only thing that's pre- that, that could be preventing you from actually get, get, uh, getting to it. Imagine something that you really want and, and then someone and shows you in a very convincing way this is how you get it. Would you not implement those steps? The only thing that would stop you is that you don't really want it. You thought you wanted it but now that the steps are clearly explained to you you should have uh, I don't think I want it. You, because you, don't, you didn't really want it, okay? And and you you and you you you've heard about or maybe you've done it yourself, where you are so motivated by an, uh, by an objective that you find yourself doing things that you thought were impossible to do, impossible for you to do, or you may even do things that uh, put might even put yourself at risk because the goal you are so convinced that the goal is achievable. Okay, so it's it's the same thing with uh, with with uh, with Buddhahood. You have it, it shouldn't be just some uh, some exotic term, some some uh, never uh, reachable, never uh, uh, you know uh, some some forever mystery, you know. Uh, because I think that's what happens a lot in religion or in the spiritual realm where where the things that are the things which are in the spiritual that we put in the realm of spirituality we, we, there's there's this ev- there, there is this ever otherness that we develop in relationship with them that or there somewhere we think oh yeah they exist because you know we, we just want to say it either to not really examine it or not to argue with with anyone we accept their existence at some level, but when when it comes to really examine, do we, how much do we really really accept of their existence, and that will determine our true conviction. Okay. Uh, so if we keep this ever otherness about Buddhahood, you know, Buddhas are or those beings who you know do we, that you encounter in books. Okay, and if you don't somehow establish a relationship with them, like where it's just a continuation of your own of your own being, that in your own continuation that there can be a Buddha. If you don't if you're not convinced about that, then forget about ever getting to bodhicitta, actual bodhicitta. <coughs> so the last phases of seeking uh, bodhicitta is gaining a conviction about Buddhahood. And because of all the steps that we, you, you were engaging in, uh, in before, all the 11 steps before, 
then these were the, the fuels to make you examine uh, Buddhahood in a realistic way rather than just some you know intellectual object that that's uh, the ever an ever intellectual object okay. now do you remember those 11 the, the steps so there's removing by potential biasness which is steps like step zero okay then regarding looking at all beings uh, to see them in a, to regard them in the highest way that you want to regard them okay then based on that then recognizing that uh, these beings were very kind to you you think about the kindness that they've exercised towards you okay then you want to uh, next step is to you will have a natural sense of wanting to repay this kindness okay then out of this natural sense of wanting to repay this kindness then that's when uh, you, you, you now incorporate this was the steps within the seven step cause and effect now you, you incorporate the, the, the steps of exchanging self and others okay in the, in the steps of exchanging self and other first you, you consider the, the possibility <coughs> of uh, almost as if uh, examining the boundary of what is self the boundary of what is other and, and what is it that is informing you what is it that is informing you that about what is other what is informing you about what is self and, and because, uh, because of the very thing that is informing you of what is self and other since it seems to be just habit then it's possible that you can exchange those two. Okay. And look, seeing the possibility of exchanging those two, then you start to, uh, so you start thinking about, about the, the, what is called, uh, what is the enemy, what would be the, the true enemy of, of uh, suffering? What is the true enemy of suffering? Then you think of, of is, it is it is this uh, this thing within you that is informing you of what is self, what is other, and then the natural thing that comes out of it protects self, and then uh, keep others you know at, at a distance. So you want to keep this uh, uh, this attitude, but you reverse what is what you call self and what you call other. Okay, so you do an actual exchange. Then, then, after you, 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 the actual exchange that you make is that you remove the barrier of what is self, and you remove the, the, the what is other, and you, and you actually have a sense of a conviction where you now, uh, in the same way that you, you habituated yourself to this is self and that's other, now you habituate yourself to a sense where that's self and this is other. Okay. And now you see self-suffering, and you want to take the suffering of from self, and you want to give it to other. Okay. In the in in, uh, in in the ordinary way, what you were what we were doing was, if if there was suffering here, we would take it from here, and then wherever <laughs> there's an other, we will uh, we would we wouldn't mind giving that other that suffering. Okay. So we want to take the same attitude, but we're reversing what's self and what's other. Okay. That's the that's the exchange. That, that you made. Then you in, and to strengthen uh, the next part, where you would uh, 
start seeing others uh, this is called uh, like special love sometimes it's described to strengthen special love that's where our tongue that's where the exercise of uh, giving taking and giving comes in okay and you you, you think of uh, you think of an other person as being uh, in such a way where you feel that it is your very self that is suffering and you want to remove the, the suffering and out of that sense of uh, compassion that sense of love then you do the tonglen okay and you keep doing the tonglen until you have a very strong sense of of of, uh, of, of love and compassion and then you go back now to the steps uh, the rest of the steps of the seven step cause and effect so just doing the tonglen once in a while uh, then you then you start to develop that sense of uh, it's called uh, uh, flaxam it's uh, uh, let's call it again taking you know, taking personal responsibility okay for the tonglen that you're doing you want to take personal responsibility of actually removing the suffering of others and after you, de- after you develop that sense of uh, uh, taking personal responsibility and you're still doing the tonglen then you, after you have the sense of personal responsibility then you start to examine uh, Buddhahood what is Buddhahood is it, is it something that you c- is, is it something real and become uh, de- uh, strengthen your conviction in it in your, that you can achieve it and the very last step you will, you will sort of uh, fall into it you don't have to develop it you don't have to stay in it and, and try to make it stronger you just fall into it where you have a, 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 a strong wish a strong aspiration because of your conviction to achieve Buddhahood okay so that's how uh, you get to those steps right now if you begin f- from the very from the very beginning with a with a with a with the emotion of uh, what do you call that empathy with the emotion of empathy they will make those steps easier or faster to go through them you don't have to uh, especially when you go to all sentient beings and trying to regard them in the highest way because you know that among all sentient beings there are beings that are not necessarily beings that you have any sense of closeness with as a matter of fact you may have a, the opposite it will, be, it, will be, it will be difficult to go to that step okay alright We do have a clock here. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> Ready? <laughs> These are the steps. So we're going to go quickly through the steps and we're going to focus mainly in the last step of, of, uh, of uh, seeking conviction in, in Buddhahood. So start, let your, ma- let your imagination go wild, let your imagination go loose on, on what is Buddhahood. Okay? If, some, if someone were to come to remove my suffering, what would be the qualities of that person that would make that person capable of doing so? Okay. 
and if I were to become a Buddha what are the qualities that I would need to have in order to be able to actually remove the suffering of others okay let, let your imagination go there okay. you might think that maybe you need a spaceship or something <laughs> so think that the Buddha is somebody who has a, a, a big spaceship <laughs> go to your posture recall as clear as you can the sense of ease you experienced before the talk and let the very memory the clear memory of it infuse the present state that it takes you as close and as fast as possible to that sense of ease So quickly check the legs and hands, elbows and shoulders, the back, head and neck, mouth, teeth, tongue, eyes. Bring your thinking to your heart center. Observe five cycles of breath. And be clear about your objective with this meditation. So quickly recall that long definition of what constitutes bodhicitta.
to help fuel the meditation. Think of a problem that you are experiencing or have experienced. steps of equanimity and all the way to strengthening the aspiration by looking into and gaining a deep conviction in Buddhahood.
tranquil state you find yourself in now and be determined to remain in that state and from that state again embrace all beings state you're experiencing may remove their pain, may bring them, may become for them true happiness. the merits of this meditation to the achievement of your highest goal. to the breath and slowly bring your attention your awareness back to the body See you in two weeks, maybe. <laughs> okay.